Hello, good folks. This is another A Seat at the Table podcast. It's your boy, Lawrence Green. And for this particular podcast, it's just your boy, Lawrence Green, my lovely co-hosts. Y'all know who they are. Brooke Majors, Michelle Nemo, Dwayne Sampson are absent for this podcast, you know, due to my lack of, you know, communication with them. Um, I know many of you were expecting the Am I Operating in Dysfunction podcast, but I felt a little bit off about posting that podcast, and so um, to remain consistent to the schedule and consistent to my goal, um, I'm rocking this one solo. And so this particular Get In The Word Wednesday, we're going to be talking about insecurities. So um, sit back, relax, and um, join us as we get in the Word and we talk about the one we love. And if you don't love them, we hope one day you will. Um, I think one of the biggest issues that I think I deal with personally and what I've seen by, you know, going to therapy and my own actions is that I deal with a stronghold of insecurity. Um, I think it is something that started from childhood with, you know, looking for approval from others, with being bullied, the lies that I believed about myself. Um, maybe lack of support from, you know, the parentals in, in different areas, not saying that, you know, they weren't 100% there for me, but in, in certain things of in, and in certain areas of just having and believing a lie and building up false personas about myself and just lacking a self of confidence and a lack, having a self of um, not having a self of identity um, caused me to have this build of insecurity. And so um, while going to college and getting saved and being in that environment and building up some kind of, you know, status of myself and then leaving that environment a hundred percent and then not having that anymore kind of had me left me to deal with the insecurities that really weren't really dealt with beforehand and before really getting saved. And then all the different issues beating beating down on that and seeing how, how strong it had gotten. And I think with insecurities, it's 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 what insecurities is, it's it's a lack of self-confidence. And I just believe that as Christians, that's not something that we're called to walk in. We're called to be these strong, bold, you know, full of faith types of people. Not saying that we're gonna be like that all the time. But, you know, that is the kind of life that we should live fully confident and fully assured, knowing that, you know, that Jesus Christ has our back, that he will never leave us nor forsake us, that our salvation is secured, that we're going to one day, whether we die or whether he, we see him crack the sky, that we're going to go with him. And I believe that it should only we should have not only a certain confidence on Sunday or Wednesday night Bible study, but on a Monday through Friday everyday basis, it should affect everything in our lives with our passion, our work, our dreams, our goals. It should all have a sense of confidence. And with without that confidence, it's going to withhold you from doing all the things that God has for you. All those dreams, all those goals, all the things that you want to do in life, or even the daily being able to function in daily life. Life, without that confidence, I promise you, it's, it's going to hold you back. And um, we're going to see through one of our um, Bible characters today in Judges, his name is Gideon, and how Gideon deals with a, a level of insecurity or a level of um, a lack of confidence that we should say. And so um, if you would turn with me to Judges um, chapter 6, verses 10, no, 12 through 18. And it reads, 
And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. I want to stop right there. Um, I think one of the greatest things about when we come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ, who is the truth, the truth, and the only truth, is that we come into the knowledge of, when we come into the knowledge of who he is, we figure out the knowledge of who we are. And he, he starts off by letting him know that God was with him. And not only was he with him, but what was inside of Gideon that Gideon had not yet seen within himself. It was that he was a mighty man of valor. And I think a lot of times we we fail to realize what God has really called us to. God has called us to do a certain thing or told us a certain thing that we were going to do or is leading us and giving us passions to push towards a certain thing. But we feel like because of the resources or because of where we are or the lies that we believe and the truth that we believe, when they backed up with the truth of God, when they contradicts one another, then we fail to realize we fail to see ourselves as how he sees us. But he, he lets him know in this verse that he, he was a mighty man of valor, which means he had the capability to do whatever it is that, you know, the Lord was seeking him to do. And that that should be the same thing for us. We have to remind ourselves that you are strong. You are smart. You are capable to get the work done. You are capable to do it. Um, you are able to have conversations with people and be social. You are able to get to work on time. You are able to meet those goals and finish and finish whatever, whatever it is that you accomplish to do. You have the ability to do it. You can do it, even if it means doing it alone. And verse 13, it says, And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? And now the Lord has forsaken us and given us to the land of Midian. And I think this is this is a big thing because I feel like this is a lot of times that when how we confront God and it's kind of like, um, well then if this is who I am, then why isn't, why, why doesn't my certain, my current circumstance match what you're saying? Why is it that, you know, um, it's not working. Nothing seems to be working out in my favor. Why does it seem like you're not with me? Um, and I think that is like the, um, the 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 continuation of the uh, building up on the lie, making the excuses of you know, feeling like okay, God, you're not with me in this situation. You're not you're not here, and I feel like that's a lot of times of how we we treat it with God. When God tells us one thing, our first thing as well is just like well. If, if that was true, if this is God, then why doesn't it feel like we think that because God's in it, it's supposed to automatically be easy. But that's not that, that what I've come to learn in my own personal relationship, that that's not how not, not, that's not how this works, that with everything comes with a level of waiting and patience and suffering for any type of thing that you're going after. And it takes diligence and sometimes it's that confidence, that that boost of confidence that helps push us through. And so um, I think um Gideon was feeling like, you know, you, you, you're saying the Lord is with me, but it doesn't seem like you're with me in this situation. And I think uh, I, I personally, my, in my own life, I have definitely hit God with, well, well, then if this is what you're calling for me to do, then why is my life seem, why is it in so much turmoil? Why do I feel like in this season that you're not with me? And um, I think previously, if you read, you know, before in Judges, 
he lets them, God lets them know that, you know, the reason why I'm, you know, I got an issue with y'all is because you've forgotten about me. You, you've put all these other things before me. And, you know, that's why you are in the place of where you are. And, you know, it's kind of like dealing with the place of where Gideon is at and looking at his circumstances. How many times do we allow our circumstances to get in the way of what God is trying to lead us to do and get us to a place of being in that oneness with him that holds us up from doing certain things? And that because we're in that place of uncertainty, we fall ourselves falling into um, other things. We fall to social media. We fall into um, unhealthy relationships. We fall into unhealthy habits, unhealthy behaviors, because we think that that's going to be some source of answer, but it's not. We move to, you know, even isolation sometimes. And I feel as though that those um, these these avenues are just like what the uh, children of Israel were doing. These were the avenues that they were using in that time period, thinking that they could halfway serve God and then halfway serve the self-pleasures that they had. All right. And so it says, And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do, do not I send you? And I love God's comebacks because God's comebacks are always like super lit. Like he's just like he absolutely just ignores everything that Midian um tries to say and what what a what a, you know Midian tries to address in reference to like okay so where you been at and it's just like okay he's God's just like okay I need you to take this strength that you have that I've given you and I need you to rise up and be the one to uh, handle your enemy, to handle the Midianites. And many a times we we try to, um, God has shown us certain things and given us certain passions about certain things. It's just like, why is this certain thing happening in the church? Or why is this certain thing happening in the community? Why is this certain thing happening in the family? And God is raising you up to do it. He says, didn't I not send you? And it's just like, I show, I'm showing you because I've given you the ability, the passion and the resources to be able to do it and to complete it for my name. And I think uh, a lot of times it's just like we, we see the stuff that's happening and because of the lack of confidence, we don't go after it. There's goals, there's different, um, there's things that we want to do, there's dreams and different things that we want to do, but because of the lack of confidence and being like, well, no one else is doing it, or maybe somebody else will do it. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be me, but it's God is the one who's showing you. And so it's time for you to arise and realize who you are, that you are a, a mighty man of valor, that you are a woman of virtue, that God is calling you to a higher place and to do what it is that he called for you to do. He's sending you. You see that issue because he's calling you to do it, to complete it, to be that answer. See, Gideon was looking for the answer, but he never realized that he was the answer with the Lord's help. And so um, moving forward, he says, um, and it says, and he said to him, verse 15, please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And yet continuing Gideon continues to come at 
come with God with more reasoning as to why he's not able to do it. He's saying, you know, he's the the um, the weakest, you know, he's part of the weakest tribe, you know, he's the least of his families. And he's yet giving God reason as to why he is not able to do what it is that God has already given him the resources, the power and the ability and the word to do it. And not only did he give him all that stuff, he has God backing him up 100%. The one who could be, that can be trusted the one who is faithful and a lot of times as Christian believers is that why why is it uh, even myself is just like I'm quick to forget that I serve a faithful God who has my back who 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 is the who is the greatest of all gods that I believe for Jesus to be Lord and Savior of my life that means that I operate in the same things that he has given me to operate in and so it's just moving in that. And it's just like, I feel like a lot of times, even myself, I make excuses that, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough or I'm not manly enough. or I'm not, you know, all the knots, all the lies that we try to like all these quote unquote truths that we so-called believe and we try to, you know, put them on God. But God, he, he just continues to ignore Gideon because he recognizes that what Gideon is 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 you know giving back is not really the truth because if god is giving the truth what exactly is giving getting and giving giving him nothing but a lie i think god he he was very much aware that gideon was the part of the weakest tribe that he wasn't nobody's favorite person he recognized that where the state of where he was at and yet he still said i am with you mighty man of valor. He continued to remind him of his identity, of who he was. And I feel like as a Christian believer, once you realize your identity of who you are in this thing, there's really nothing that really can stop you from anything that what God is trying to do for you in your life because you recognize who he is. And when I recognize who he is, I recognize who I am and what that means. And looking at verse 16, he says, and the Lord said to him, but I will be with you and you will strike the Midianites as one man. And he said to him, verse 17, if now I have found favor in your eyes, then show me a sign that it is you who speaks with me. Please do not depart from here until I come to you and bring my presence and set it before you. And he says, I will stay until you return. I, I think this part is, is, is big. And it kind of um, separates the Old Testament lifestyle and with the New Testament lifestyle. And that is, is that even though God was t literally, God was literally telling Gideon, you know, who he was and that he had his support. Gideon still needed a sign to let him know that, you know, I need, I need extra. And I think if you read Judges um, chapters six through eight, you, you will begin to read that Gideon, this is not the first time or the last time that Gideon is going to ask um, God for a sign and asking him to bring confirmation after confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. Um, there's a time in the story where he asks um, God, you know, I need you to, uh, he puts a, a lamb fleece and that's like a coat on the ground and he says i need you to rain on the fleece but keep the ground dry 
And so God does it. And then he's just like, well, to double make sure that this is who you say that you are and it was you that really did it, I need you to make the ground wet and make the fleece dry. And then the next morning God did that. And then there was another time where Gideon was, you know, in in the camp and God showed another man a dream saying, you know what, we're going to win this battle that God is with us. And it was another extra confirmation to Gideon that, that God was with them. But, um... Now we're in a no, we're in a total dispensation, and I thought about this, and I remember um, in the New Testament Jesus says that you know um, a wicked and perverse generation seeks a sign, and you know a reason why that I believe that Jesus said that is because um, once I, as a Christian believer in this new dispensation, unlike Gideon, we have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit lives down on the inside of us. So that like that's literally God living down on the inside of you. That's he is like literally with you. Not only is he with you, but he's in you. So when I recognize that I, I have the Holy Spirit down in within me. I have a peace of God down on the inside. That should raise up a level of confidence that you can do anything that you put your mind to, that whatever he shows you, that I am a mighty man of valor, that I am a woman of God, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, that I don't need another sign. I don't need God to prove that he's with me because I know that he, because I know that he's in me. I recognize who I have down on the inside. And so I, I lean on my most holy faith. I strengthen myself up in the spirit. I gather myself around other believers to help build up my spirit. I sing hymns. I sing songs. I pray. I read my word to help build up the spirit on the inside of me so that when those time periods where I feel like in my situation that no one is there, nobody has my back, nobody is supporting me. Uh, there's so many lies beating on me on the, in, in the back of my mind, but I remind myself of the truth that the Lord is in me. And that I am who I who I I am who he says that I am. I'm not what my mother said who I was. I'm not who my father said who I was. I'm not who what the bully said that I was. I'm not who the teacher said I was. Or everybody else who has something negative to say about my life. I'm not that. Because God has given me a new identity. I've been made a new creature in Christ Jesus. And I'm going to walk in the confidence that you have given me. I'm no longer going to move in insecurities. I'm no longer going to beat myself up for my weaknesses. Because he says in my weakness that he is made strong. And I'm going to know, I'm going to trust in the fact that God is going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. That he's going to remain faithful and trust in that. No longer, I pray that as you listen to this podcast, that you will no longer allow your insecurities and your fears and the different things that cause you to not have a a, um, a sense of confidence about yourself. You can do it. You can love again. You can do get that job. You can go after that promotion. You can be in school. You will get out of that situation. You're not going to be in that situation forever. You are. You do have the ability to do it with or without the resources, with or without the support, with or without people patting you on the back. You have it in you because the Holy Spirit is down on the inside of you. And sometimes I feel like we just got to be able to trust God in the uncertainties. I think a lot of times it's the fear of, of being un- the uncertainties of not really knowing what's going to happen and not being fully in control and just being like, okay, God, I'm going to trust you in this situation. And I believe that, yes, that that is scary. That's a scary place to be in. But when we realize that who our God is, it, it, there should be um, 
There should be that 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 stronghold of fear should be teared down when you realize how much he loves you and how much he cares for you and how much he wants to see you moving in all the fullness of who he is and all the fullness of his son moving in the greatest capacity of love and that was what his son did he moved in the greatest capacity of love and you know and that's what God is calling for us to move and be and bold in it bold to love and not being afraid to talk to people and not being afraid to being afraid to live. Insecurities is holding you back from being able to live. So I just want to encourage you to, you know, to realize who you are. That know that not only is the Lord with thee, that the Lord is in thee. <laughs> and not only is he in thee. But he is, you are also a mighty man of valor, that you are a woman of virtue. Um, this has been another podcast. This is your boy Lawrence Green. Shout out to Brooke Majors, Michelle Nemo, doing the Samson in their absence. We'll see you this Friday where we discuss I'm a virgin, but my mind ain't freaky deaky in your mind. Join us this Friday for Hot Topics. Love you. God bless you. Bye-bye.